0: Welcome, I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are Still Need Even Tech and this is episode 21. We're getting better at this. We're getting better at this, indeed.
1: We now have Outlook bookings, a OneNote saying it's episode 21. We have
0: listened to the previous episode
1: stating that that was episode 20. We have. We are pros.
0: We are pros. Yep. There you go. <laughs> That's it, the it's name. it's It's too early.
1: It's too early. It
0: could be. It could be.
1: Yep. Take it away. Thank you. We... Didn't release a podcast last week, so some of the things I would like to talk about is basically old
0: news. Is basically old news, he says, right? Yeah.
1: We now have a release date for Creators Update, or sorry, Fall Creators Update. The
0: Fall Creators Update, okay.
1: I think we have had a discussion on the name Fall Creators Update at some point. Mm -hmm. It's still Fall Creators Update, even though some people don't know what Fall is, other than an actual Fall.
0: I see. So it's a fall from grace. Basically. Hmm.
1: well said. Uh, October 17th, we will get it out officially at least.
0: So 17th and that's that's all done and well. It's it's yep. going to be a 17th. Yes. Do you know it's if it's going to be available on on um MSDN or something before? Yeah, probably
1: a few days or something like that. All right. We actually received a new insider build yesterday. Mm-hmm. So they are not quite done yet. Okay. But they will be. And it's, 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 it's exciting. And lots of new things, not so much around consumers this time. We, of course, get some new features in 3D paint uh, and so on. But for me, the big things are security related.
0: Um, I'd like to just toss in the OneDrive enhancements. Yeah, of course. Sorry, the placeholders. Those, those those to be, both the placeholders and the ability to add several accounts. Yep. That's going to be very interesting for me. You do. I currently have one and I hate it. (laughs) No.
1: And, and something, I, I don't know if that was possible previously. I can now pause the OneDrive sync for two, eight or 24 hours. Nice. And it will actually tell me to do so if I'm on a metered internet connection. Ooh, nice. So that, that's a neat feature. And it's possible to pause each account individually. So I can be pausing two of my OneDrives and still sync one of them. Nice. Yeah. That's, so that's useful. That's really, really useful. And I hope that we will get more OneDrive news. I have an assignment from our Citrix group at Atea where I'm supposed to be at the OneDrive session at Ignite. Oh, interesting. They will release some new stuff in regards to virtual desktops and OneDrive because that's not currently supported I for see. shared desktops. I
0: see. Uh, should we go straight into expectations for Ignite? Yeah. Go ahead, you first. You won't be attending. What's your expectations? <laughs> My expectations are very high, and I'm very sorry to not be able to attend this year, but um, it's either that or... Uh, divorce. So <laughs> I went for not divorcing this time. It's a Your very wife good
1: is she's quite nice. She so is and it's a very
0: good thing she good doesn't choice. listen to this.
1: <laughs> My wife does. I know. She's super excited that we are now on iTunes officially.
0: Ah. Yeah. Well I managed to fix the um the picture. Yeah. It turns out that I had the wrong um, color space. I had um C M I K. And it needed to be in RGB. Anyways, um, I think there's going to be some updates with regards to um, Azure SQL Server stuff. Yeah. I hope they are going to release the Azure managed database as uh, as general availability. Then again, we have the PASS yeah. Summit in a couple of weeks. I about to say that. But that's not a Microsoft conference per se.
1: But they have been releasing stuff at past previously. They,
0: they have, but not anything um, truly groundbreaking. For database people, yes, but not for the general public. So that's why I guess that the larger stuff would be um, coming out on, on Ignite. Yep. I would also guess that we're going we're to see SQL Server 2017 mm-hmm. very, very soon.
1: Server in, 1709.
0: Servant, yeah, yeah, exactly. Server 1709. What do we have more?
1: Uh, of course, things on the next version of Windows, I would guess 1803. Right. Uh, lots of EMS stuff, lots mm-hmm. of OneDrive stuff, mm-hmm. because it's, now people need to start using OneDrive. It's The competition is quite intense now uh, when it comes to those kind of storage solutions?
0: Well, I've been using... When I used the Google Apps, yep. I used Google Drive. Yep. Then I went away from Google Apps to uh, Office 365 yep. and I thought OneDrive sucked. Then I switched to Dropbox, which works just fine. But since I have OneDrive for my work-related stuff and I have Office 365 environment for, for my um, blog and stuff, I really wanted to do everything on on, um, OneDrive. You know know that
1: you actually can combine those two and get more benefits by using the ShareFile client.
0: Yes and no. Let's take that discussion offline because that's interesting. But (laughs) that's why I'm looking so much forward to the um, OneDrive changes. Yeah. And that's going to make me a happy camper Mm -hmm. since I can drop Dropbox.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of new things, Mm -hmm. just give me a few seconds, then I'll let you in in this podcast. Mm -hmm. We are getting a new hardware event
0: from Microsoft. We are, we are. That's going to be very interesting. In the
1: end of October or beginning of November, I don't remember if it's 13th of October or 1st of November.
0: That's when I'm in Seattle. Yeah. They have a
1: conference in London. Future Decoded. Mm -hmm. And Panos Panay is one of the keynote speakers.
0: Meaning there's going to be a Surface announcement. Yes. Right.
1: Probably not a huge one.
0: According to uh,
1: sources. So probably just a new Surface book. Uh, Perhaps the new Surface Pro with LTE. Oh, yeah, yeah. So probably not a Surface phone or whatever they are doing. No. People have been talking about a new Surface Hub which I don't believe for a second. The current one is more than enough hardware wise. Yeah. Could be a new Surface Studio with SSD. <laughs> well that
0: would be first. Any, any talk about Windows on ARM?
1: Yeah, right. that could be something but it seems odd to have that in a keynote at another conference and not in the US. Right. Okay. Uh, I would love to see a Windows on ARM device because I still love my Windows RT. You do. Even though it's not working at the moment, it doesn't realize that it actually has a working battery.
0: Well, you have a funny way of liking stuff that doesn't (laughs) work anymore. Uh, How many (laughs) Windows phones have you broken or have failed?
1: Uh, I, I have
0: One screen. Mm -hmm. um, And how many phones have failed on you? Moving on. I came across a blog post the other day on, on Twitter. And it really got my attention. It is now possible to do ARM templates. JSON ARM templates. With conditional formatting. That's awesome. It is. And it's... When you think of it, it's a small change, but it's a huge impact. Yeah. You can now create a template with some, I hate to use the word, intelligence. <laughs> but
1: uh, It still requires intelligence on the creator's side.
0: Though. Usually does, yeah. uh, but that's not very common, is it? Anyhow, uh, it, it makes it possible to create one template that uh, decides on which branch to use, depending on, on parameters and stuff. So very much easier to standardize and create a smaller template set, and of course we need we no longer need to do the very ugly workarounds required before. Yep. So that's that's very very interesting.
1: I just realized who wrote this blog post.
0: Christian Nice.
1: Yep. Uh, he's the old CTO of Lumagate.
0: Oh, is he? Yep. Cool. Didn't know yep. that.
1: Yep. So he got bumped up a notch
0: he did yeah good for him but
1: it's it's a great great news mm-hmm. um if you haven't looked into arm and that's actually resource manager yeah. yet do so do so
0: exactly it's it's the future and it's let's just put it this way you have your whole environment in a format that is easy to put into source control yep enough said yep well said well said Moving on. This I, week's Power BI news. Yes, it's a lot of Power BI news. Yep, And it's pretty much only Power BI news. And I'm very, very excited. Uh, Adam Saxton put out a new release notes for the Ooh. Power BI Premium. Ooh. I see what you're going
1: to talk about.
0: Power BI uh, Premium now has the ability to share workspaces to Power BI Free. Hooray! And that's... Overdue, yeah. So that's that's very very interesting, and, and suddenly the Power BI Premium comes into its own even more. Yeah. So that's it that makes sense now. It, it does. It does even more sense now, and uh, the um, yeah the the RLS dynamic Row level security is now available for embedded use cases. That was not the case mm-hmm. previously. So that's uh, another very very good change. Um, and what?
1: Does that mean for us not uh, SQL and BI
0: people? It means that when you had embedded analytics, yep. embedded Power BI stuff before, you weren't able to use role level security, meaning that you couldn't filter the data depending on who you are. Ooh. So yep. RLS is basically a horizontal partitioning. Yep. In essence, it adds another where statement to the data flow, so to speak. To, to filter out rows that you're not supposed to see. Very, very nice. Very handy. Very handy, also available in, in SQL Server. And there was a, pretty much a bomb just came in, and that's the Timeline Storyteller custom visual for Microsoft Power BI. It is mind-blowing. Hmm. It is geared towards data narratives and creating a story and telling a story with your data meaning that is very rich in um, in imagery it's very rich in in uh, interaction it is just amazing oh. yes yes that's
1: good looking and
0: we're, Dustin Johnson it is Dustin Johnson yep. we were just quickly looking at one of the um, animations it is just amazing very very interesting and I'll I'll be um, diving into this since one of my uh, most interesting things to do forward is the data narrative yep. thing. And I'm 100% sure that we can use more of the narrative stuff yep. in our day-to-day work, yep. just working with our clients.
1: And I hope we will post this link mm-hmm. to the blog post because you, you really need to see what this is all about.
0: Well, this is the blog post. Yep. There's also a 40-minute video oh. showing this in detail. And tip, have something covering your laptop. You're going to drool. <laughs> and I'll go straight to the um, feature summary for the Power BI Desktop September 2017.
1: That's something I usually tweet when they release. Uh-huh. Because it, it's, it's a very good way to keep up to date in a it very is. nice format, easy to read, easy yep. to follow.
0: The, the, the whole team is doing just amazing, uh, and uh, I very much like everything Amanda and, and Adam and the, the guys do. So what do we have this time? We have accessibility improvements, yep. very, very important for people with uh, some kind of disability, yep. and that's, it, it's been overlooked, yep. and this is very, very exciting we can now explain an increase or decrease. If you have uh, a sudden change or a spike, you can now right-click and say, Explain. Yep. And it's going to analyze the previous and the following data point and give you some insights.
1: Yep. What happened that caused the spike?
0: Yes. I
1: saw something about Visio.
0: Yep, you have a new Visio visual, meaning you can integrate the uh, Power BI Dashboard with Visio. This was actually done by a guy who did a Power BI and Visio combination of distances at Ignite. Mm. So you can click on which door you're going to come into, which door you're going to leap through, or which um, room you're going to. Yeah, it's going to show you on a map, and it's going to tell you the the time oh. required between. And the maps are created with Visio. It is very cool. We have a superb new calendar. It is just gorgeous by Italian, I think was the name. I'm scrolling down here.
1: That's not often you hear a gorgeous new calendar.
0: No, but it is Talon. Sorry. Talon. It is gorgeous. It is. And I mean, Power BI and the visuals are just amazing. Yep. I'm starting to sound like, Apple people, <laughs> amazing, magical. Did you invent Power BI? Um, I did. You yes. did.
1: <laughs> you have revolutionized the data visualization market. No, the the internet. The the internet. Yes, which you also invented.
0: Which I did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, so yeah, there, there's uh, quite some changes, and as always, I mean, it's just a month between the uh, Power BI desktop changes. Yeah. And it's always something new. Uh, yeah. So basically, we have a Christmas come at least 12 times a year.
1: Good for you. It is. It's I very saw... nice to work with this. And, and this is something I usually get good-looking stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. But you had something with the fish.
0: <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> There's a new um, uh, version of the um, aquarium. What's that? You haven't seen the aquarium? No, I oh, haven't. Uh, the size of the fish and the direction of the fish... Are used to visualize data. It is. I wouldn't say that it's uh, useless, (laughs) but it perhaps it doesn't convey quite as much information as one would like. But it's an aquarium, and I love it. Period. Period. Yeah.
1: How easy is it to integrate Power BI dashboards in PowerPoint or Sway?
0: Very easy. Very. Very very easy. And you can interact with them on the slide. Exactly the same. That's great. And speaking of Sway. I'm following um, a company called 356 Labs. Hmm. They pretty much switched from PowerPoint to Sway. Yeah. And I haven't looked at what they've been doing for the last couple of weeks, but I am going to do that. And I'm very much looking at uh, switching out Power BI. Power BI. No, Power BI. No, PowerPoint (laughs) to Sway. That's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in the future. Yep. All right. So back to you, sir. Yeah. And
1: I need to share something that really has changed the way I look at my work. Not uh, in the way I work, not just yet. Okay. A few weeks ago, I asked our IT to hand me an Office 365 E5 license mm-hmm. to get my analytics. Oh. And since then, it's been a great time following how much you actually can learn from your data and how much my analytics can help me do things better and be pleased with what I've done. Okay. So, for example, now I've opened my analytics on in Outlook uh-huh. and I can see that I have a few to-dos, right. which basically are... Emails where I've sent an email including I'll get back to you or something similar to that. In, in, text, or in English. English okay, at the moment. Right, right. Uh, and then Outlook or My Analytics, to be more exact, will remind me. You have promised this person to get back to him or her with this information. You should do that. It's basically the same function that if you write in English, can remind you that you haven't Added an attachment to an email if you in the email write something
0: like view the attachment. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also have now to catch up on 300 emails from one of my colleagues. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the colleagues are defined by how much I interact with them. So they will prioritize emails from the most important contacts of mine. Oh. And also, and this one I absolutely love, next week's filling up. Reserve the three focus blocks you have left. So when Outlook realizes that my week is filling up, it will ask me to add two-hour blocks of focus time where possible.
0: That's also very interesting. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's the thing you get in Outlook. If you go into the dashboard of my analytics or delve basically in Office 365 mm-hmm. you get so much more and quite valuable insights something that i've used or not used but i something that i realized that i'm very good on replying to emails very fast okay whenever it may be oh. but in some cases it shouldn't be it wouldn't be necessary because um for example, my current manager mm-hmm. usually takes sixty hours to, to get a response from. But I reply to her emails in 20 minutes. Sixty hours. Yeah, it now it's updated, so it's a lot less than that. Okay. It were sixty hours previously. Uh but I can also see how much of my emails a particular colleague reads. Oh. So in this example, I have um, one of my colleagues, which I've spent a total of six and a half hours meeting time with, Uh-huh. Uh, and also an additional um, hour or something like that, yeah. replying to in emails. But I can see that he's only reading half of what I'm writing.
0: That's very interesting. So
1: my analytics are able to... See how long would it take for a person to read this email, mm-hmm. and then it will get back to me with, people aren't reading your entire email because they aren't spending enough time to read it all.
0: And this is uh, an E5 level thing.
1: Yeah, and I have s- so much data to go through. Uh, I can see how much of my time, of my work, I do outside of working hours, uh, how many emails I've sent, received.
0: This can actually be used both as a good thing as, and as a bad thing. Yeah, because you, this is my
1: analytics. You also have company analytics.
0: Exactly. Uh, and they are, of course, uh,
1: anonymized. But you can still see that people aren't active in Skype meetings.
0: But the question is, can my manager see your analytics?
1: I don't think so. That would be quite intrusive. It would, indeed. I think they can see on a group level. Okay. Um, so this this my analytics thing would easily, for me now, be a reason to buy an E5 license.
0: And what's an E5 license cost
1: these days? It's something like a couple of hundred Swedish kroners extra per year on top of an E3, which is basically... So, say, an E3 license... Uh, without any discounts, it is about two and a half thousand Swedish kroners. So, when for a year, for a year, done. Yeah, and then you add another five or six hundred kroners on that. Done. Right. Yeah, it's it... wow. Yeah,
0: very, very nice. Very, very
1: nice. Um, so
0: look at my
1: analytics, try it with an, try a trial license or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, it will take a few. Days For me, it took like almost two weeks for it to fill up with data. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the things with focus blocks, reminders, those things are active straight away. Cool. And you don't need to reinstall anything. It will basically stream down the new things you need in Outlook, for
0: example. So it's pretty much just going to work. Yep. Hello. Yep. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Um...
1: Okay. Good. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so the Apple event.
0: The Apple event. The Apple event. Where they introduced and. Um, <laughs> they invented so many things. On they that did. Event. They, I mean, Face ID. It was completely unheard of. Yeah. Uh, OLED displays never used. Yeah. But to be fair, OLED displays with the color gamut that they have. Yeah. That's new, yeah, and that's, that's a huge... Uh, and the phones are good-looking. They're gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, the, the iPhone 10 is just insanely beautiful. Yeah. And, of course, the, the iPhone 8 is just nice, too. The hardware seems to be pretty much top-notch. Yeah. The A11 CPU and the um, AR stuff yeah. is very interesting. But to be
1: honest, and I know I'm biased in this question, are there any use for the AR implementation in the iPhone? And we have had that stuff previously, not in the detail, not in the performance, not in the gaming things, the graphics, but to look at the sky. Haven't Google been able to do that for years and see uh, the stars and so on?
0: I don't know about Google, but I'd say that the things you just spoke about, the the performance, the, the graphics... Those are key. Yeah. And if you have this in your pocket, you say for instance you're in in an airport yeah. or a train station or whatever, you just take out your phone, look at the screen, and you see arrows where to go. Yeah. And
1: that you you did get that in the new update for maps for iOS inside the uh, in right. navigation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. But I, I, I still don't see the value of being forced to run around with your phone I, I see a much greater value in devices like hololens
0: yeah yes and no i in, in my view this is pretty much the um the ipad uh, event or the the ipad thing as when it comes to AR. yeah, Pretty much nobody knew what the heck are we going to use an iPad for when yeah. they came out with it. It was sleek, it was beautiful, it was great, but what what's, what's the point? Yeah. And I hear the same things about AR today. And I think as soon as there's going to be a lot of phones with AR available just in people's pockets, it's going to take off.
1: But I, I see the value of AR. Mm-hmm. It's not it. It's the value of AR where you have to hold something in front of you. And not being able to use your hands, for
0: example. Well, it, it's, a, it's a compliment. It's not something that uh, takes the place of HoloLens. No. But in this case, you always have it with you. You just yeah. whip it out and look at yeah. it. A HoloLens... I I, <laughs> I might be wrong, but I th- think people might actually look at you twice if you were HoloLens walking around.
1: Yeah, know who to ask we do yeah yeah, yeah. And, and still they are going in the right direction it's they are not revolutionizing anything no but it's it's good devices expensive
0: as heck yeah and then, it, then again the um i just realized that the uh, note 8 samsung note 8 yeah is around nine uh, ten thousand Swedish krona. Yeah. And this one is eleven and a half thousand. Yeah. Inclus inclusive tax and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's expensive.
1: It it's and I, I'm I haven't had a hard time to buy expensive phones previously when I bought my wonderful Samsung Omnia H D mm-hmm. and that's that's <laughs> pushing ten years now. Right. Uh with an OLED display. Yeah I know. Uh, that was the most expensive phone ever sold in Sweden at that point.
0: That specific phone, or that phone, <laughs> that that model of. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, and I was the first one in Gen to buy one. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it at that time that was like six or seven thousand Swedish kroners. Mm. And that that's at the time it was super expensive. Yeah. And now pushing ten thousand Swedish kroner or one thousand dollars, that's almost too much.
0: We're we're definitely in in laptop country here. Yeah, and that's in my view that's not okay. But having said that, I am going to buy one. Probably, I am going to buy uh, an iPhone X. Yeah, and, and iPhone X. I,
1: still, and I guess those ones will sell as good as the previous versions. Yes,
0: most likely. Yeah. The question is. How is people going to react to iPhone eight versus iPhone X yeah. or iPhone ten? I I can't get the word ten in my mouth. <laughs> iPhone X is yeah. would be so much better. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think people actually will feel that many many people won't buy the X because they won't need that phone. They right. just want a new iPhone. Take my wife. As yep, an example, yep, yep. she won't buy an iPhone 10. No, but she'll she, go for an iPhone eight, yeah.
0: 8 and she'll be very happy yeah, with an iPhone because
1: 8. because she wants iOS. Yep. She, on, she, she wants an iPhone. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care for the rest.
0: Right. Uh, now it, and it seems to be a serious upgrade. I mean, yeah. when it comes to specs. Yeah. And of course, the camera is going to be better. The um,
1: I love the 240 FPS full HD.
0: Yeah. That's super
1: great. And with the splash proof and things.
0: That's an interesting question. How do you define splash proof? As in, don't drop it in the toilet or can you swim with it? No, no, no. Splash
1: proof. It, you can be out with it, with it in the rain.
0: Oh, so you're, you can actually have it in your pocket when it rains? Yeah.
1: Impressive. <laughs> so they also invented rain.
0: I see. Yeah. Do they have dry rain? Or do you need an adapter for that? <laughs> I guess so. It's wireless though. Wireless RAIN? Wireless RAIN. I think we have the name. <laughs> wireless RAIN. And on that bombshell. It is now time to end the show. Uh, are we going to come back next week? Yes, we are. Just
1: prior to Ignite. Ignite and with our Finnish friend.
0: With the Finn. With the Finn. Super. Well, very excited to see you next week and have a good one. Bye.
1: Bye.